Hey, hey, everyone. How are you doing today? Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about kind of the prevention of burnout and burnout essentially within ourselves and with others. And I want to talk about this notion today about self-care is other care. And what I what I mean by that is, you know me, I like to go a little bit deeper on these topics. And I'm not talking about self-care, that you should eat well and exercise and sleep and, you know, the three triad there of what gives us healthy bodies, which is very important, of course, but everyone knows that, right? And I'm really talking about if we go deeper and we have an understanding of how things are happening in the moment, it can contribute to our overall self-care. But when we talk about self-care is other care, this really suggests you know, that taking care of oneself is not only important for your own well-being, but also for the well-being of others around you. You know, when you practice self-care, you're better equipped to meet the needs of others and contribute to your, you know, your bigger communities at large in a, in a hugely positive way. You know, for example, if you're feeling burned out or stressed, you're, you, you might not be able to provide the best care, support your family, friends, or even your colleagues. On the other hand, when you do practice self-care by taking time for yourself, getting enough rest, eating well, engaging in activities that bring you joy and relaxation, you're more likely to show up fully, 100% for the people that you care about. And then, of course, you know I'm a big one on reciprocity and resilience because then, in turn, you get to be cared for as well. So when you think about it, self-care isn't really a selfish act, but rather an essential component of being able to give and contribute to others that creates this sustainability. It's in a very sustainable way. By taking care of oneself, we can better take care of others and create a positive impact all around us. I kind of break this down into two different levels for folks, and that's about kind of looking at things as a macro level and then a micro level. You know, on a macro level, thinking kind of rising above the orchard that I always talk about, looking at the big picture, making sure everyone's needs are met so we can continue to grow and develop because that's the ultimate goal that we keep on that trajectory of growth and development. But being able to kind of rise above and disconnect from boots on the ground, you can really see an overarching vantage of how that growth and development is going. But what happens is on a micro level, we're really talking about what happens in the moment when it comes to self-care. What happens in the moment with other care, such as, you know, during a conversation, communication, especially with differing opinions or conflict with others, right? How do you hold the space of maintaining self-care and the care of others in the moment? This is the crux of what being on a micro level in the moment of growth and development is all about. And you know, I'm always talking about neurons and neuron pathways. The crux and the key component of mindful communication and self-care mindfulness is to manage your own neurons. As we know, we can't control someone else's neurons. We can't control someone else's growth. Only they can. Only their brain can. So what does that look like? It kind of looks like, for example, when two people are in conflict about something, what happens if we 
manage our own brains, our own thinking and processing style, and not try to manage another's way of thinking and how they process information. This could be the speed at which someone processes information, how they hear things, the depth at which they hear things, or the breadth, whether or not they have an ADD kind of attention deficit problem, which is they have they can't focus or, or attention to detail or their own thoughts or they're having multiple thoughts all at once. So it's hard for them to bring in more thoughts or information. When you think about that for a second, this is the crux of when you look at things on a micro level during conversation, especially during conflict. If you can manage your own self-care thoughts and mindfully think about how you're thinking through something, you can have better respect and a boundary around the other person's way of thinking, their way of processing, their way of growing and developing. And this is really what we're talking about when we're talking about having self-care management so you can have other care management. There's a reciprocal relationship between the two because once you manage your own self-care and by proxy, the other care is going to improve or grow. I hope that makes sense. That's really what I wanted to kind of tap on today, which is I keep hearing this notion being thrown around out there about focusing on self-care. Self-care is so important. And I always think about when I listen to clients and I think about why are they keep getting stuck on this notion? Well, really, they get stuck on the different aspect of self-care, which is most people do very well on the macro level. It's on the micro level. What do I do in that moment when it's time to grow, when it's time to take care of myself, when it's time to mind my words, mind my thoughts, mind my behaviors? with the direct correlation to an other care. Self-care is other care, and other care is self-care. Definite reciprocity. Hope this was helpful today. I look forward to talking to you again in the next podcast. Again, always reach out anytime you want to and uh, send me a message. And remember that I always have the Heartwell Anxiety Assessment for you to take to see where you're at in your level of whether or not anxiety is interfering with this self-care process, either on a macro or micro level. And let's uh, connect and chat. For now, ahoy ho and take care. Aloha.